It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we always absolutely despise doing the intros, but it's my turn this week. So <laughs> so this is the intro, I guess. <laughs> this is the intro. And welcome, oh welcome, which we hate saying, to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. We're talking this week about productivity culture, the idea that we all have to be kind of hustling girl bosses and we all think, fuck that. I even just did a little middle finger that you can't see. So we're talking about busyness, the pressures to be creative, in this world capitalism of course and i hope you love it okay so this first message well actually before we start should we quickly say not even quickly i think we should really let this resound Mm -hmm. a massive resounding thank you to everyone who sends messages like every week yeah you're here every week thank you genuinely from the bottom of our deep dark hearts thank you deep dark hearts (laughs) So this person said, they said that their biggest problem with productivity, culture, etc. is that rest is seen as unproductive and we are constantly told to be productive. They said, I worked really hard at school and was known as the productive girl or the smart girl. And any time that I was resting or I hadn't revised properly, it was like an outcry. There was so much pressure to keep up that reputation I had earned slash been given. I thought that was interesting because I feel like also one of the biggest things with productivity is that it all comes back often to identity. So before we started recording, we were mildly discussing, not to give away all of our eggs, you know, straight away. Yeah. But like we were mildly just tiptoeing around the idea of like what we were going to talk about in this episode, blah, blah, blah. And we were saying everyone's resounding heavy together, the same sentiments being shared as usual. You're a guilty, guilty bunch. And everyone, well, Sefi said, and it all comes back to capitalism. Like, yeah, it's all capitalism. Like, that's what everyone's saying. And then I thought, it is capitalism. But I also think it's the symptom of capitalism that always brings us back to identity. Ooh, I love it. And it's like, yes, it's important that you are, like, producing. But because to be productive means you are worthy and if you are unproductive you have no worth it's ego it's it's the capitalism convinces you that you must tie up your entire being with one specific thing or a couple specific things that really neatly mm. tie into who you are when actually it's like you can change you can be fluid it's fine we keep telling you guys this don't know why it's not going in for any of us including me <laughs> 
But also it's like, if the pressure is on being productive and if the pressure is from capitalism, then there would be no problem with you being super productive. And if nobody ever found out, that would be okay. You'd be happy. Mm, But no, no. not only do you have to be productive, you have to be seen as productive. You have to be publicly productive. Yeah. It's no good being productive in private. Yeah, it's like you wouldn't be happy if you were getting things done in private. You wouldn't be happy enough. That doesn't satisfy you. You need to be seen. But this is the thing that, I don't know, I've been trying to really flip this recently with if I'm happy with the work I'm doing in private, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck, but you do give a fuck. The real happiness comes when you can be happy with your work and with your life and with everything, with who you are, without an audience. Because in reality, the audience aren't there. They don't actually exist. You're thinking about some specific people. You might have a vague idea of who's who's watching you, but really no one's watching you. It's the imagined audience thing. So be happy with your work in private because it is private for the most part. No one's really thinking about you. Yeah, everyone's too busy thinking about themselves, being thought about by other people that aren't thinking about yeah. them. They're thinking about themselves, thinking about other people that are thinking about themselves. And in the, sh- in the short amount that you do cross people's mind in a day, it will be like things you've said, a tiny little thing they see on the internet. Oh yeah, did you remember that thing? Do you remember that thing? It's not really, well, let me just get out my book and analyse their entire life. What their finances? Hmm, don't really like that decision they made recently oh their boyfriend's not that good it's that's not happening that's just you and also even if it was I I think I said this to you Sophie the other day like it's that classic thing that you get told of like well you know they don't know the truth about you so as long as you know the truth that's fine like it doesn't matter what others think of you it matters what you think of you it doesn't matter if they know you you know you and I said the other day and I think it's really true that the problem that people find isn't that people are like oh no like they they've got the wrong like everyone thinks that I'm blah 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 it doesn't make you feel better when people say okay but you know you because actually most people don't know themselves yeah so it's fine to say oh it doesn't matter what they think of me as long as you know I know me I know me but it's like well you haven't got to know yourself at all so the problem isn't that you're worried about what other people think of you the problem is that you don't even know what you think of you because you haven't given yourself a chance to get to know yourself beyond what you want your identity to be as this like amazing quote-unquote smart girl or productive girl like this person said for example like how really like do you know yourself probably not how do you know yourself in this world I don't don't think it's possible because all of the things that form your identity were carefully given to you through kind of cartoons through lessons at school through your parents past jobs and like sort of failed identities as well Mm. and like failed hopes and dreams so really you're just some weird amalgamation of all the things you were fed and now you're kind of here going fuck okay now i need to act on all these things well i liked um drawing at school so now i'm gonna be an artist it's like bring it down bring it down what do you enjoy why do you enjoy it it's fine you don't need to get wrapped up in things that you enjoyed two years ago therefore you must enjoy them now so you've done a bit of reflecting recently Mm, yeah i have would you would you care to share with the crowds it's been really good i think a lot of our episodes recently have focused on this theme of um identity who are you authentically capitalism is fucking us all this kind of theme and i guess this episode is kind of the fucking one where we're gonna go into it antithesis because i think it came to a bit of a breaking point for me personally and i had to go off the internet which was really nice it wasn't some big dramatic like i had a breakdown need to leave the internet like get away from me it was just kind of like i actually need to not be confused with the caricature version of myself for a bit and just actually live in my life because I think it's quite tempting. I don't know, to with your with everyone's online kind of avatars as the as the old people say, kind of get confused between that and then yourself and that kind of becomes who you embody in your daily life rather than that should be a peripheral 
version of yourself a projection of yourself that is kind of external from you and you have a great life anyway you can like your tangible life is fun and filled with things you like but you also have a thing but I think I was just feeling myself getting really lost with work and um performance really I think just complete performance yeah so you kind of forced me to take a step back which was so nice I really did I said wouldn't it be a nice idea if you had like and not even away from the internet it was like and stop like trying to create something yeah like stop looking for like an achievement in something or stop looking do I mean like just stop Stop, just mm. stop the production yeah and like and move away from the bullshit it was so nice of you because i it wasn't even like it reached some big boiling point but i remember i texted you like a few weeks well about a week ago now i guess being like i'm really i think it was that i was not happy with the last episode just really kind of was that it we just recorded yeah yeah we just recorded and you said i feel really off and i was like i'm not air. happy with it yeah. like no <laughs> what a nightmare person to record a podcast with they text you i don't like any of that <laughs> all of that's gone and also when i edited it fucking great episode it's a great episode yeah pure insecurity pure self-doubt no no Mm -hmm. no i messaged you being like i'm not happy with that at all and you were like right i rang you straight away yeah you did that was nice and i was on and i was on a little walk and then we hung we hung up do you remember and i rang you back five minutes later and said i know we came to a conclusion but i've got something else to add so basically what happened was we'd had a whole thing about i was like you just need to go away and just like take time off of everything like and stop producing and stop like devoting your life to everything else but yourself blah 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 it came to a beautiful conclusion so I feel so much better I'm so excited blah 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 and then I thought oh I have had a part in this in that I've been like I'm so busy I'm so busy I'm so busy and it's a bit annoying it's just a bit of a gross thing I screenshotted a message that someone sent sent us because we okay I'm really get I'm really exploding got so much to say so we Sefi and I talk often about exactly what this person said so this person said the worst thing about the productivity culture is the bragging i'm so much more exhausted than you i hate my life more than you and Sefi and i talk about this all the time because it's like any time like one of us says oh, i'm busy it's like apologies but i have to announce that i'm busy because i'm massively busy right now and it's like stressful and etc blah 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 but also like fuck busyness basically so we had had like a really nice conversation where I said, go away and like, n- let's not do any, like, let's, let's have you not do that. Like what a challenge it would be for you to have like four days where you're just, it's four days off. Mm. And she was like, yeah, I feel so much better. Like, I'm so excited, <sighs> blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as we hung up the phone, I thought, oh God, now I, it just came to me and I thought I have to ring you because I can't think just privately or I've had a hand in that and we don't announce it and you might be thinking it too. Which I wasn't in any way. Which you hadn't even thought of it. No, <laughs> not in any way. But then when I brought it to your attention, it was right, right? Yeah, I guess. I think just when when you are putting pressure on yourself, anyone else talking about busyness and productivity as well just kind of infuses your mind with just like the huge emphasis on just like you've got to work you've got to work you've got to be doing more 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 and it is the classic thing of like when you're in a rut and you're lost in life and you're in your 20s you're looking around thinking shit like I need to get a grip on something and you kind of forget that everyone else I do I forget all the time that everyone else doesn't have a fucking clue what they're doing yeah exactly I think we get a lot of messages as well saying like what do you guys think of this what do you guys think of that and we love that we love being able to like work things through with you and help you but also we don't have fucking clues i mean 
you telling that story makes me realize how fucking nuts we are like don't come to us for advice we're mad well no it's true though right but it's also like do come to us for advice because i would go to you lot for advice as well like you listening like especially if you are around these parts and i know your profile picture and i see your username often we talk about this all the time sefi and i where we'll look at someone sent us a lovely message or whatever and i look at their profile and i think this is your podcast like this isn't i'm not the podcast gal this (laughs) is you yeah like sorry should i take a step back like you're You're amazing killing life yeah you're like iconic (laughs) and i'm a mess like oh god like don't ever get it twisted and thinking that everyone else has like a plan that's working out for them their plan is not working it's fine if yours isn't and scrap the plan i think one of the most stunning things because also i think this was the biggest thing i fucking have learned from all of this stuff is that i think what i was searching for in my kind of lostness and kind of um fear i was just completely driven by fear Mm. of just like i need to have i need to be working i need to be proving to myself that i'm doing the right thing i'm on the right path yeah i felt that i needed to get things in control you can see where this is going with my classic relinquish control control and trust the timing of life yeah here we go she's coming yeah yeah i've been saying this fucking affirmation for months months and it took me going away but now the universe is saying it back to you (laughs) literally but i think it's that i was looking so hard for like okay if i can do that if i can get my kind of affairs in order then i'm gonna be on top of things and what i actually needed to do was fuck up the fucking affairs throw all the fucking shit in the air and just realize i'm not in control i'm literally so clueless in this life and that is stunning yeah that is the that's the only thing i want from life literally the only thing i want in life is to be surprised and to be fluid and to be a bit chaotic at all times. I don't want this neat life. It's like you're not here to prove a point. Yeah, and I'm not here to have this neat life of then at 30 I will be this and at 40 I'll be this. It's like, no, fuck off fuck off you hate those people yeah you hate those people well also because the plan always laughs in our face so it's kind of learning to actually laugh in the face of a plan before it has the chance to laugh at you yeah and it's the stuff we've been we've been honestly saying this for so long but i think it does i mean it comes in waves and confidence i guess comes in waves Mm. of some days you are ready to fucking fly essentially and some days you're like no one look at me i can't i can't i can't and it doesn't mean to say that i have been really sad in this time i think i was just feeling you're never sad like you are sad but like it's just crazy i'm not a sad person it's quite weird no you're not you're not you're never in a low mood no and if i am low i'll be hysterical i think i'll go quite hysterical start laughing but it's quite a frantic outburst and then all of a sudden it's like oh whatever then it's we're gonna watch madagascar 2 escape from africa yeah <laughs> whatever don't yeah, think that yeah. is the second the spectrum of emotions yours is like high up do you know what i mean like you miss out all the bottom parts you cut out like the sadness i think i operate on quite a high frequency generally but which that can be good because i don't often slip into like low periods but i think i slip into frantic periods very often manic moments and someone actually wrote in saying that they often had frantic moments that they would confuse kind of their cap their internalized capitalism with what was actually just bipolar they got diagnosed with bipolar it's like yeah that yeah that makes a lot of sense <laughs> like of course we're pri- we're praised for these moments where we're high where our productivity is really high but actually it's i think it was just so important to me to step back and be like four days you don't have to do shit I rejected it big time as well at the beginning. Well, when I said it, I thought that she's never going to go for this. <laughs> and I didn't. I was like, I can't. Just let's see how this lands. Yeah, I can't. I can't. And I thought that, but you know how I made it work? <laughs> you know how I made it work was by saying to you, like, almost like, you can't do this. Can it you? Was like, a challenge. this is something that you have to beat. Yeah, it was a challenge and you have to win. <laughs> 
<laughs> you honestly, like a two-year-old, I'll be so impressed with you if you managed to. <laughs> yeah, four whole and days. Now I really, I was honestly, and I said to you, I'm so proud of you for doing that. <laughs> got my validation yeah it really warmed my heart that you were able like it shocked me I didn't think that you'd be able to like take time off of of the frenzy but you really did mm, and I really really did I really had a blast had a ball. I'm not even joking I, I think I really um had a fucking blast like just did so much I really lived lived in my life like baked walked a lot read a lot kind of did a lot of yoga and got someone to cut my hair like I just did shit like I did I'm learning chess I've watched the queen gambit the queen's gambit and everyone's like <laughs> google how to learn chess, chess. It, it's like even those things on the wrong day I would listen to that list and be like oh I can't even do that mm, I'm, the, I'm the like do you know what I mean mm. oh on the right day I can't do that I, I'm saying yeah. I haven't done these things in 10 years yeah. Mate. <laughs> yeah. honestly don't worry yeah. yeah well I hope I didn't present that list as too too aesthetic guys no no you didn't but I just wanted to make sure because i i'm just type of, like you know how it's just like oh and i and i did this and i did that and it's like ah, i can't do anything <laughs> yeah. i'm the worst oh i haven't brushed my teeth in two months and i haven't left my bed in a year and i have bed sores like <laughs> that's fine a point that was raised in the dms that i thought was interesting and it was just echoed by a million other people so one said why does it always have to be creative and i thought fuck it mm. you're right why does it always have to be creative i think there's such an emphasis on what are you creating what are you creating but if you're just not someone i do genuinely think everyone is a creative person and people that tell themselves they're not creative have bought into that a little bit but why does it have to be creative like if you like something that is not creating anything that's absolutely fine someone else said look i can't read it word for word but i remember it yeah <laughs> so that's all you're getting basically but it said something along the lines of like so if i don't have a hobby and all i like the one thing i enjoy is watching netflix oh. that's not enough well i've screenshot i've got it right here that was my next one they said i feel like shit for not having a real hobby because netflix doesn't feel like a legit hobby because it's not productive yeah and i wanted to talk about hobbies as a word yeah hobby craft like why are we fucking obsessed with hobbies oh, when i was little all i wanted was to live in Hobbycraft. Yeah, same. To get beads from Hobbycraft. To get beads. <laughs> to get beads. Um, you know, like um, well, they call it hammer beads or hammer beads, whatever people. Oh, I don't know. You know hammer beads, which you would um iron. Iron on. And they would make this most disgusting congealed fucking thing, and you'd do it in, like the shape of a bird or something. When I left my school, someone made me like one of those in a flower, and it said like we'll we'll miss you or something like. Oh, I love that. I would love to bring back hammer beads, actually. Well, shall we? Maybe. Maybe that should be our merch. Oh my god, we start Hammer Beats Etsy. It's a craft set. <laughs> and it says like um kind of a big it's a clip. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god, we make a fucking vulva. Whoa. Right, don't you dare steal that idea, whoever's listening. Don't you fucking dare. No one make Harmer Bead vulvas or we'll fucking sue you. Wow. That's cool, right? All different colours, oh like different size beads. Yeah. Different labia, different clits, different little templates. Maybe it's a thing where you can take a picture of your own and then we transform that into a template and we'll harmer bead it oh we do it for them right yeah i thought we were doing the harmer beads maybe it's a bit of a workshop <gasps> where we all collectively get our vulvas out and we harmer bead them it's a bit of a safety hazard like hot irons there's beads everywhere i'm already thinking like like get me on amazon i'm gonna buy them in bulk like i'm in <laughs> yeah. i'm in i'm in on this i think that's a, i think there's something in that yeah i think there's something in that cool cool okay cool, well, cool, cool. stay tuned something, something to think <laughs> cool, of cool 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 <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
and we'd call it clit crafts or something like that like yeah clit. so we'll pick out one of the best we'll workshop words. that yeah bit, yeah we'll but, work you know, on it we'll workshop it don't, don't worry. you worry yeah <laughs> anyway <laughs> hobbies <laughs> <laughs> well and also the creative thing so i've been saying to you i've been saying to everyone i'm going on about this because it's my new favorite thing to say now i'll share it with the podcast thank god i've got one <laughs> that if you've been told like oh you're creative or blah 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 just even if you live in the society where productivity and creativity and all of these things are just pushed on you or you you were like oh you were you're a gifted kid oh my god like gifted and talented like wow like you're a kind of prodigy child how fucked that that was even a concept gifted and talented yeah it's bizarre my 10 year old ego should not have been told she was gifted and talented because i took that and really ran with it five years old with the reading age quote unquote of a 16 yeah. year old i don't see it like let's not let's not do that to children well, you get you get out of school where you've been told you're gifted and talented let alone if you're not told that where does that go and no one wants to employ you starbucks don't want to hire exactly. you <laughs> like, oh, i fucking hate it here. he's like why did that boy dump me then but when i was five i had the reading age of a 16 year old it's like <laughs> yeah we don't accept that currency here actually <laughs> you actually i have you know that i'm a subject champion in drama yeah. <laughs> so that doesn't it doesn't mean anything. anything we don't that we don't accept that yeah that's not valid <laughs> you can't cash that in here that is so embarrassing oh dear i think though i think it was michelle obama that said something like don't say to children like what do you want to be when you grow up i think it was her because it's like yeah like they're literally children and you're already down your throat saying how are you going to produce yeah it's like you've just put them on a desk with a gun to their head saying make something and do it well just let them live let them watch scooby-doo and don't bother them and be scrappy for a minute give them an ice cream and don't bother them michelle leave them alone oh no michelle's not asking michelle's saying donut michelle no no she's michelle she's, yeah, back yeah. the fuck <laughs> off yeah but it's true and also you do we just all gravitate to speaking to kids like they're kind of mini like elves in santa's workshop it's like what are you gonna make for me how impressive are you oh not that impressive okay let me move on to your sister (laughs) dance monkey dance monkey dance monkey ooh 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 or whatever that song is yeah perform clown dance monkey dance is that dance monkey (laughs) yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still a thing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Been off TikTok for quite a while. I don't know how irrelevant that is. <laughs> <laughs> so my thing that I'm really thinking a lot about at the moment is if you've been told to be creative and all of these things, blah, 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 blah. Or when you feel like you're apparently good at something or something is your calling or your purpose. Big quote unquote vibes going on over here. But when you're when that's what you're working with, you've been made to feel like, okay, well, say pottery is your thing. Mm. Potter? <laughs> How did you need one, eh? <laughs> Not that you need a day, Potter. Potter. Yeah, say you're a big time Potter. Harry Potter. Potter. Yeah, we're all thinking it, fuck. <laughs> Potter. How long can we do this for? Or whatever. Say painting is your thing. Say poetry is your thing. Say pottery is your thing. The three Ps. The three Ps. And you... <laughs> Classically painting, pottery, and, pe- and whatever. <laughs> Peeing. I don't know what was the other one. <laughs> painting, pottery, and... And PlayStation. <laughs> That's is kind of penis, pussy, um, but 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 the one we're all thinking, pa. Stephanie, what are you thinking? <laughs> okay, right. So you're in this world. Everyone's like, oh, you're this, you're this, you're this, and you're like, yeah, I am that. I'm good at that. Oh my god, maybe I'm the best at it. Blah blah blah. You're made to feel like not only do you have to dedicate your whole life to it, 
but that you can't go a fucking day without performing it. Yeah. It's fine if painting, pottery and poetry is your thing. It's fine if you spend three weeks not doing any of that. That's fine. You're made to feel like you have to devote every second of your waking life to your into your gift. Yeah, no. This isn't your gift. Your gift is just being here and you have a right to be here no matter what you decide to do. And you can choose to never use it. I think that's also the thing of, mm. you can be told your entire life, you're an amazing singer, you're an amazing singer. You can honestly wake up and go, I don't want to sing though. Yeah, you make that choice all the time. You don't have to do what everyone wants you to do. And it sounds so basic. You don't have to do this, but it's like, but you don't have to do it. Like your identity by now, if you've been told you're an amazing singer your whole life, your identity will be very much wrapped up with the fact that you are born to be a singer. You've been given this gift and how dare you not use it. Mm. Fuck gifts, fuck gifts, send it back, return, hope you kept the yeah because no 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 it it doesn't bring you joy it doesn't bring you joy give me a refund even if you do want to be a like even if even if you do want to use that you don't have to prove it to yourself every day by spending all of your hours on it or trying to get as much recognition from it as possible it's a very fragile way to live Mm. yes you can have a gift in something yes you can be amazing at something but it doesn't have to be all you are you can do other things and it's okay if you leave it on the side for a month or two and then come back to it and enjoy it it doesn't have to be a weapon to it doesn't have to be something that you use to like validate your existence it doesn't have to be a tool for recognition and measuring how well you're doing at the moment by how much you're doing that Mm. I definitely slip into that of if I'm in a good phase it means that I'm um writing a lot for example yeah and if I'm not writing then it's like oh it's because something's going on but it's like no it's not a measure of happiness necessarily it's not a measure of success it's just sometimes you go through phases where you want to do something and sometimes you go through phases where you don't want to do it and that's it Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Especially with the creativity thing. Again, someone else said this, Billie Eilish, and I thought that's really interesting. She said growing up in her house, if they were doing something creative, if if they were playing an instrument, for example, and they had this like wave of creativity, because that's what it is. Like you're not gonna be productive all the time because sometimes things do come and go in waves. But in her house growing up, if they were had a wave of creativity, quote unquote, and they were sat like making music. 
they could stay up. Like, their bedtime was cut. Like, it's fine. Like, if it's, like, 9pm and you're supposed to be in bed at half nine, why don't you just keep playing piano? And then when when you're done and you've come to a point where it's over, you, you can, um like, kind of honour that process. It's not like you have to wake up. No, it's only valid for you to be productive at 9am until 5pm. Or, well, really, kind of 9am until 9pm. And then you quickly have dinner and go to sleep. It's like, no, just honour your feelings and honour your state of where you are right now and go along with that. And probably if you're not feeling creative and you're not feeling inspired, you're probably tired. Mm. You're probably hungry and tired and you're exhausted from life. Yeah, what was that thing that you saw that said... What was it? Because I fucking love it. I have said it in an episode before. It was like, if you're angry at yourself... You need to eat, and if you're angry at the world, you need to go to sleep. Or maybe it was the it other was way the, It was the it was the other way around. It was if you're angry at other people, you're probably hungry. If you're angry at yourself, you're probably tired. Mm. Don't know if there's any truth in that. Probably not at all. But I love it. I saw it on TikTok. Probably not at all. But yeah, it's a nice sentiment. Yeah, I love it. It's like yeah, okay. So I'm getting really annoyed and irritable at everyone. Have some food. See how you're doing. Did it help? No, then go to sleep. Yeah. But if you're angry at yourself, again, probably have some food and then probably go to sleep. Like, it's fine. Yeah. There's probably a reason you're feeling stagnant at the moment. You're struggling to, like, sit down with yourself and make something. Or even if it's not creative, fuck, why does it have to be creative? Even if it's you want to go roller skating, which believe me, I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to buy some. Some skates. Have you ordered them yet? No, no. I'm no. trying to get a good deal. Oh, I'm right. get a good deal on Depop. Well, they're at 100 quid. Jeez. They're so expensive. Well, if anyone wants to sponsor us. <laughs> Any roller skating companies listening want to give anyone us some... wants to invest in our clip vulva business of beads. <laughs> it's like, I'm out. Personally, <laughs> I'm out. It's kind of the vulva clit, like the emporium yeah, of clits. Of bead, beaded clits. Beads are ugly as well. Let's not do beads. Oh, no, they're beads. Yeah, yeah, they are beads, right? No, they're like weird little tubes. They're like cylinders. It's almost sequins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then you iron them. It's almost hundreds of thousands. Yeah, yeah, mm, yeah. Delish. What? Oh my God, they're edible. They're edible. They're edible clits. They're edible. Edible vulva something. Don't you dare steal that. <laughs> we'll sue. Don't you think we're not afraid to sue? <laughs> I will fucking sue you. We know where you heard this. <laughs> <laughs> if you come out with edible clits edible vulvas before we do my lawyers will <laughs> my lawyers how the hell do you get your hands on a lawyer <laughs> it's like google lawyer near me also it's like we definitely put on the story saying hi do any of you who follow us are you a lawyer <laughs> anyone studying law <laughs> we're trying to sue someone for starting a harm bead business <laughs> One that I really liked said, that voice in your head that says you're being lazy when you're actually just taking time for yourself. And I think the interesting bit in this is that it's like, it's a voice in your head, but almost what you think it is, is like the voice of other people saying, you should work more, you should work more. But there is no one saying that. (laughs) Even in the wizarding world, Harry, hearing voices isn't isn't a a good good sign. sign. She's She's right, right, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's the crucial bit. Yeah. But it's like, you kind of convince yourself, oh, like, the capitalism's really getting me down. And everyone's telling me I have to do this. It's like, no one, we literally, no one said a peep. No one's, like, when you're watching Netflix, who's there going, you're watching Netflix, are you? Unless you are, that is happening, and that's fucking horrible. But it's like, really, no one's looking at your search history going, God, you've watched a lot of YouTube today. No one's doing that. It's just you. You've internalised this to to the extent where you are now your own kind of prison guard. It's the panopticon. It is the panopticon, the Foucauldian panopticon, which you should Google. It's a great concept. I'm sure they know it. And if you don't, that's absolutely fine. Well, it's stunning. Learned it in first year and it blew my mind. And it continues to do. And it continues to blow. <laughs> and it continues to resound. It does resound heavily. But now it's like you have, you're your own watcher. You're No one else is watching you. You're now being vigilant on yourself. 
going, mm. are you doing enough? Are you doing enough? There's no big boss that's coming with his arms folded. Oh, you haven't met the numbers today. It's just you. It's just you stressing out because you don't feel that you're worthy. It's so fucking true. That's it. Yeah, that is it. End of episode. It's a voice in your head. So change the voice in your head really fucking hard. Mm. Don't know how it's done. (laughs) Hope this helps. (laughs) Hope it helps. Change the voice. XX. Bye. But it's so true. We've got to find a way to counter our own internal monologues. Because if that's the bit that's standing in the way between us being happy and not. And also us creating any anything we like because there's no way i'm making anything i like when i've got this voice in my head going that's not any good you know what i've started doing because i know we can do the whole like yeah like there's a million different examples of changing the voice in your head here's one that i'm doing at the moment and i think it's i think it's quite good for me at least maybe it'll be interesting to you i'm sure it will be when i like do i'll like do something i'm like pouring a tea and i spill the kettle or whatever i'm like oh you fucking idiot and then i say sorry I didn't mean that. Sorry. Oh, that's so Because, nice. yes, like, we all, like, over-apologise. But it's like, yeah, I can change it in my head and say, oh, no, like, whatever, I'm not an idiot. But to apologise to yourself, it's like, sorry. I'm sorry that I just called you that. Well, it's kind of like suddenly you're apologising to a higher being. Yeah. Like, I'm so sorry. How dare I? It's like your higher self jumps out and it's like, sorry about what that nutter said to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm not with it today yeah i'm so sorry please i beg your pardon like i'm so sorry about the service she's <laughs> yeah yeah it. and it's like, i'm sorry i didn't mean that and so i'm sorry you had to listen to that <laughs> saying you fucking idiot because i do i always say oh you fucking idiot and i'm like you're not an idiot and i'm sorry that i called you an idiot <laughs> <laughs> but it is that but it's true you can rewire what you're saying but how often do you honor yourself enough Do you think highly of yourself enough to give yourself an apology? Yeah, it feels extreme. Because I know we have this thing of like women over apologize and you need to say like, thank you for your patience rather than sorry for the delay. It's hard to say sorry to somebody and Mm. mean it. Like it's hard, you have to give up your pride. So I think doing it to yourself, you kind of split the the dichotomy between over apologizing and actually finding it tough to be like fuck I'm, i have to hold myself accountable and just honor yourself enough to be like i'm sorry i didn't mean that and you're not an idiot you're great it fucks up the idea of identity as well because suddenly there are two people or even three people oh maybe more who knows what's going on in here because there's someone there's one person who's saying sorry you're apologizing kind of on behalf of someone yeah to someone else there are suddenly three people so the kind of ego and identity is totally fucked up at that point yeah it's kind of id and what's the other one id ego and is it subconscious someone from psychology is going to be shouting something like that i don't know fuck freud anyway fuck freud truly <laughs> he's honestly he's he's asking for he it. Is you can't talk about an Oedipus complex and dicks and penis envy that much without asking for it. If anyone's asking for it, it's Freud, Sigmund Freud. <laughs> Identity, right? It's a mess. It's a, but and also it's true. When I say, "Oh, you fucking idiot," I'm listening to. I'm not ignoring it. I take that in. So I'm like, shit, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Back up a second, yeah. Don't, I didn't mean a word of it. Because I wouldn't talk to anyone else the way that I talk to myself. We say that all the time. It's like, talk to yourself the way that you would talk to like a good friend, for example. Someone that you actually don't mind, maybe. There's a bit in that film, Booksmart, which we saw at the cinema and we had the most, I would say, beautiful experience. Like we sat there for hours. We 
arrived like an hour early. Back when I could be in the same room as you. Just a beautiful experience in itself. We watched Booksmart and there's a bit in there where one of the friends, if you haven't seen it, you absolutely have to. One of the friends is talking about herself quite badly. I think she's like, oh, this boy would never fancy me. And the other one's like, how dare you speak about my best friend like that? And it's like, yeah, you're loved so much by so many people. Yeah. If they heard you speaking about yourself like that, they would literally say, what are you doing? It's embarrassing. How dare you? That's my best friend, by the way, that you're speaking about like that. What on earth are you playing at? <laughs> well, that's my daughter, by the way, you're speaking about like that. Yeah. Can you not? And it's suddenly like, oh shit, I'm a bitch. Yeah, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm a nightmare to be around. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. <laughs> I'm bad company, that's for sure. <laughs> the worst company ever. <laughs> I just saw this one and I thought it was quite nice because I, I think we do need to speak about, I'm going to call it the pandy. Yeah. My friend called it the pandy the other day and I thought, nice. I'm taking that, the pandy. Just makes it like this kind of extra in my life. It's kind of Andy pandy and it's also kind of Kung Fu Panda. That's exactly what she said, Andy pandy. Andy pandy. Well, you hear pandy and you hear Andy. Yeah, she said Andy pandy something pudding and pie that thing and i thought it was georgie porgie pudding and pie yeah she's mixed two things there there's one thing that's called andy pandy no but it is that was on google i googled it <laughs> we both googled what, there's it. andy pandy there's definitely andy not. pandy pudding and pie yeah so they've mixed georgie porgie pudding and pie kissed the girls and made them cry the little rapist made them cry yeah but andy pandy was something he kissed the girls and made them sigh and he was going to leave and they wanted him to stay or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they love that they, or that they hate, I don't know. But they said that they needed a whole pandemic, a whole pandy, to realise that they don't need to be busy to be happy. And I think the pandy has given us all different, it's kind of taken us all for a spin in different ways in terms of productivity. Because I think we've gone, I was going to do it on the, on the poll when we put out the stories, asking you guys for your thoughts on productivity because you are the backbone of this community. <laughs> Um, fuck, what was I going to say? Something boring, probably. No, go on. No, say sorry to yourself. Say sorry to yourself now. Yeah, sorry. Fuck, didn't mean that. That's my best friend, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So sorry. That's, yeah, you're right. So sorry about that. (laughs) Oh, so I was going to ask on the story, is baking banana bread productive? Yes or no? That's so fascinating. Yeah. Because remember, so about a year ago now, when the pandemic was beginning, you were speaking to somebody and they said, you were like, oh, what have you been up to? Blah, blah, blah. And they were like, oh, like, I've been really productive. And you were like, oh, what have you been doing? And they said, oh, I've been going for a walk. I've been baking. I've been like listening to it. I've listened to a podcast, blah, blah, blah. And it's all about mindset. It's perception. Because you had said, oh, I'm not being productive at all, but you've been doing the exact same thing. So it's your mindset. I remember being in that conversation thinking, fuck, like that's, that's me on a day where I'm angry at myself. Like how sad yeah. is that, that I couldn't enjoy that stunning day as it was because I would be- You convinced yourself it wasn't enough. Funny how I'm having the exact same problems a year later. Oh God, that's miserable, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Clearly I never learn. <laughs> to me, that is not a successful day because I've got a fucked skewed mindset of what, what have I got to show? show for it actually no you've got a fucking banana bread you've got the fun of the walk you've probably spent time with your dog like it's nice it's a nice day that's a nice day that's a, a day of to be honest dreams a day of dreams a day <laughs> yeah, of absolutely dreams. that is what dreams yeah. are made of hey, hey now, now hey, hey now. now sing to me paolo so in sync so in sync we lip sync better than paolo does <laughs> When he sings as well, it's crazy out of tune. But he goes, this is what dreams. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
wait, you didn't have to go that extreme. The, the, the director's like, whoa. <laughs> the director's like, I don't think we've made it clear enough that he can't he sing. Can't. He's like, really lay it on thick, Paolo. Paolo, really go more. Really lay it on thick. This is what I dream. I don't want any confusion here. <laughs> Our target audience is eight-year-olds. This needs to be obvious. So, Paolo, make it bad. And when I say bad, as bad as you can go. And he really, he really pulls it off. It is so, so bad. He really pulled it out of the bag. That was a, yeah, a strong performance. Yeah, it was. <laughs> did you fancy Gordo? Sorry, off topic. Did you used to fancy Gordo? Yes, I did. Did you? Yeah, big time. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> did everyone else fancy Gordo? I bet they did. Yeah, everyone fancied Gordo. He's not like other girls. <laughs> he, honestly... Gordo was not like other girls. That's kind of our type, is not like other girls. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sort of. I think I've shaped a lot of my identity. Growing up, at least, it's like I had the security of knowing that the boy that I fancied was kind of a bit rogue. Yeah. A bit of an offshoot. Yeah. And it gives you, you kind of feel good for it. You're like, yeah, like, I'm just not like, I'm not like other girls because I fancy people who are not like other girls. <laughs> but also it's kind of... Um, so bizarre. If you fancy the weirdo, and you've got to believe, well... I definitely feel like I do. Some of the people I go for. We do, yeah. It's like kind of, you know they feel lucky. It's like, I know you're fucking exactly, lucky, Exactly, yeah. It's kind of the most obscure way to validate yourself. Yeah, exactly. Is to convince yourself that in this hypothetical universe that you're together, everyone's looking at you thinking, wow, how's he pulled that off? She's way too good for him. It's like, none of this exists, by the way. And you've been in a maths lesson for 45 minutes and you haven't <laughs> taken it in. No wonder you don't know your time tables. No wonder trigonometry is still, honestly, mythology to you. doesn't make sense to you because you're fantasizing about fred and george but it's like this weird thing where it's like well you could have harry you could have ron you could have main characters but you've gone for the obscure of the obscure even ron even ron he's not fit is he i think ron's fit he oh he absolutely is absolutely. you know what i think he is. don't talk about rupert like that in kind of 2003 apologize it's like you're almost it's almost like oh you're doing them a favor it's like you're seen as quite a good person yeah. it's quite a thing like oh, she's so great like she doesn't see people like she charity work yeah yeah it's yeah she's doing her charity work charity work by dating the slightly weird guy but then it's like but then it becomes a bit where you actually do like the weird guy because now i can't see anything more attractive than kind of james acaster i <laughs> i was watching something of his the other day and i thought wonder if Seth would like that he was in a polo top i wouldn't like playing it the drums that ruins it entirely i kept it from you it was during your break i, I hid it from you <laughs> and kept it from you and i thought i hope she doesn't see that <laughs> Because it will ruin the the kind of the illusions of him being so great. We haven't spoken about my polo top thing yet, I don't think. Have we not? But I mean, we'll get to it. But I do have a crippling phobia. Well, there's not much to say. She doesn't like polo tops. No, it's not that I don't like them. It's covered. Consider it covered. Consider it covered. But it's not just a dislike. Yeah. It's like... It's a fear. Well, on your your calendar... Let's not even go into the calendar. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I love that we do this. Anyway. Yeah, same. I love that we do this. It's fucking bizarre. This person said, and I loved it, loved it. Love, love, love. They said, not not letting myself appreciate my successes because instead I'm thinking, what next? So ingrained in me. Yeah, you and whose army? Honestly, every other person on this planet. Ingrained in all of us. It's so true. It's the thought that you can not only, you're told not to appreciate, not even told it, you don't appreciate your present, 
you don't appreciate your past the only thing that seems to carry any worth is your future this mystical future that will be so amazing like this weird promised land when actually your present's pretty good and your past was pretty good it's just like the emphasis on the future is so mad yeah it's yeah it's not good is it you might not make it like we all might not make it god touch wood i'm touching wood for all of you it's not looking good for earth is it i hope we all make it to our clit workshop same and then (laughs) after that we may all depart this earth die (laughs) that's the most important thing is that we make it there after that nothing else matters we're always planning for the future when actually what you've got now is pretty good yeah i'm pretty sure when you add it all up and you look around even if you're there thinking i don't have anything i don't have anything i'm telling you right now you will have things that your past self wanted so fucking badly. Yeah, I love that. Looking around and thinking, God, I wanted that, now I've got it. And I wanted that, and now I've got it. And I wanted that, and now I've got it. And it's like you, it's nice to have that fleeting moment where you can hold yourself accountable to that thought and try and feel muster up, if you can, a little Any bit feeling. of gratitude for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> muster up some happiness. It's true. Because also, and it comes back to that classic thing of attaching so much happiness and worth to, as you say, this future that hasn't happened yet. But it's kind of, this thing of like well once i get that i'll be happy you know what someone said to me recently if i had your body i would never complain and i was like well you would this you would person. complain trust me you would yeah right you would oh, God. laugh in your face you would complain i know for a fact you would complain because also that puts you in the position where you're kind of like i'm sorry i'm ever so sorry i'll never say a word i'll never complain again you won't hear a peep honestly it couldn't be me oh you know i'm complaining but it's also the thing that Safi and i you talk about that you and i talk about this all the time of even if we bring it down to like this podcast this is one thing that like i wish you could see the smile on my face but unfortunately podcasts like don't work like that apparently but this is why maybe i won't say uh no don't even say we won't say (laughs) might leave that in though oh you're thinking what's going on Oh, you're thinking something's coming soon but it's really not because we're trapped far away in a pandy don't know if you are but we are but it's the classic thing of like this podcast is one thing in life that i'm so fucking grateful for and like to have Mm. you listening now i'm so grateful for it But if I were to think like a couple of years ago, like, okay, wouldn't it be amazing if you had a podcast and people would listen and you and Sophie would get to talk all the time and record it as a podcast and it would be great and people would listen. I'd be like, whoa, oh my God, like this overwhelming like buzz, shit. Oh my God, like that would feel amazing. Like then I've done it when someone actually listens and then you get it and it feels amazing, but it doesn't feel the way that you thought it did. You can't access the happiness because you haven't allowed, you haven't given yourself permission to ever be happy with what you've done. Yeah. It's never going to be enough. Exactly. You can feel it. But can you feel it? Like there are many, many days. I remember we were in a taxi going to an event that we were speaking at. And I remember us being like, I can't feel a thing. I literally can't feel a fucking thing. Numb inside. Can't feel a fucking thing. Honestly, numb as a... Numb thing. Numb as a... Numb as my mouth. When I have... I've never been to the dentist to do anything like that. But numb as those videos where people have that numb thing in their mouth. I don't know what that is. I was more so thinking like numb as a vagina like after kind of or like kind of numb as a clit after being womanized for like two hours like kind of i like it that's more topical brutalizing your vulva rather than a, a sort of 2004 video on youtube of someone at the dentist <laughs> viral video nice. <laughs> yeah. i'm being kind of trying yeah, to let's say finger. numb as a clit after kind of being fingered for like two hours nice that's way more topical 
thank you <laughs> but we were sitting in that taxi about to speak at an event if you told us that like even like three months before we'd be screaming but we were sitting there going we could feel something but it was it's not the feeling that but it wasn't happiness yeah it's not happiness it wasn't pride it no. wasn't happiness it wasn't success it wasn't anything like that and even now like it, it's the exact thing if, if you told me years ago I'd have this brilliant but even a week ago I had to get out because I Mm. couldn't feel a thing and I was taking it so for granted and feeling like I was losing myself and I do think meeting milestones isn't what you think it's going to be it's not going to feel like you imagine where you have this grand like sense of achievement you're still going to be climbing and you're still going to be feeling a bit like what like this is life scam it's kind of that Christmas day feeling so we've had kind of the whole of this season to prepare for this day And like sometimes, you know, at 9pm you might feel a bit excited, but by five past nine you're like, oh, I don't feel festive at all. And it's kind of clouded by all of your anticipation and pressure and past ideas of what you would have wanted. And And what you want Christmas to be like and how you will feel on Christmas morning. Yeah. And there's so much pressure that you... Pressure. There's so much pressure. We're in Prussia. There's so (laughs) much pressure that you can't feel a thing. And then before you know it, it's fucking Boxing Day. Then it's Sefi's birthday and you're on to the next. <laughs> and that is a bleak day. <laughs> and boy, that is a bleak day. For everyone involved. <laughs> but it just, you know, before you know it, the day's over. Before you know it, that thing you wanted so bad has already been and gone. And you didn't allow yourself to feel a thing because you were too hung up on, well, what am I going to do? What am I doing for New Year's Eve? And it's never good enough. And it's never good enough. N- nothing you ever do will be good enough unless you actually sit in feeling and think what am I grateful for and the idea of a gratitude practice is so cringe just like the affirmation thing but unfortunately the cliches were when you actually start to look at what you're grateful for things become very small Mm. and life becomes very small and it's almost like the things you're grateful for are that your radiators work and that your tea is still really hot and that you have new socks that you washed yesterday and they're really fluffy and like it's really small oh my god nothing better than a fresh sock going where no foot has ever gone before (laughs) <laughs> one sock to rule them all. <laughs> Two socks. One sock is quite bad. <laughs> Two socks. <laughs> kind of Dobby. Dobby's a free elf. Like you're kind of looking through Dobby's gratitude journal. He's like, <laughs> free elf. I'm grateful for this one sock. Free, free elf. Free elf, everyone. Free elf. One of it. It's literally Dobby's a free elf. One sock. And Harry Potter's my friend. <laughs> It's kind of covered in blood. He's been beating himself up with it. With the little ironed hands. Do you know the crazy bit in that? When he's like, you lost me, my servant. And then he goes, Avada. And he's going to kill him. <laughs> he's going yeah, to kill, kill him. him. He's going to absolutely blow his little nut off. He's going to murder a child because he gave an elf a sock. Nutter. You know what's also interesting is one of those lines was improvised. He says, I hope Mr. Potter will always be around to save the day or something like that. And, and Daniel Radcliffe replies, don't, don't worry, worry, I, I will. will. Oh, shivers. Ah, my king. My king of life. God, I've actually got fucking full body shit. Tiny little baby. <laughs> like, simultaneously my husband and my child all in one go. I don't understand. Yeah, it's a real um, Madonna Hall complex that you feel with Daniel Radcliffe. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I stand. I've watched you grow up, but as an adult, you are fit in a weird way. Well, also, I know you're older than me. But I'm watching you younger. But now when I watch you... 
You're a baby, isn't that funny? Anyway, anyway you're immortalised at ten forever. Forever. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> sorry that Daniel Radcliffe will never be anything other than Harry Potter and sorry that that franchise was ruined by a transphobic nightmare. Nightmare. And I'm sorry that we reference that every episode. All the time. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, but it is in our brain. sorry vibes. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Goes without saying. Also, a lot of people said um, it doesn't make space for, like, productivity doesn't make space for mental health issues. There's always a pressure to be productive, which is difficult for people who suffer with things such as depression. Yeah. Agree. Someone else said that, um, I thought it was quite funny, funny in a kind of cutesy millennial Gen Z kind of way. They said, I always think it's the lack of structure that gives myself depression. Then I give myself structure and the depression remains <laughs> with sparkles around it. And it's like, yeah, it's true. It's true. Productivity doesn't account for you to be a human, basically. It treats you like a machine. You're kind of the mass production line, but you're not. This is the thing. You're not. And that obviously sounds so obvious. You're yeah. not a robot. You are a human. We know. But when you really embody that and just think, I'm a human, therefore I'm allowed to sleep. I'm allowed to eat when I'm hungry. I'm allowed to not be fucking working all day. I'm allowed to watch TV. I'm allowed to talk to my friends. I like to go out, blah, blah, blah. I'm allowed to be kind of struggling with this. Like, it's no surprise that I'm putting all of this um, shame and guilt and pressure on myself because I'm human, right? So yes, like, I don't have to do any of these things. But also, I'm not angry at myself for falling into this routine of feeling like I always have to be productive and feeling like I can't rest and feeling like I'm not worthy. Because that's what humans do. It's not a nice bit of life i think this is just one of my big things at the moment but chaos is a ladder but chaos is fun chaos is an ex- is it is an exciting place to exist within sometimes obviously order is nice but also order you weren't made to live in order like this weird society it's like actually it's really nice to wake up without schedule and i know at the moment there is no schedule for a lot of people and that is stressful but it's something about finding the joy within the freedom is quite liberating of just like you can do whatever and that might mean that you watch netflix all day that's not that bad but it also might mean that you can do all these things that you've never explored before and you don't know where life is going Mm. no one knows where life is going and also kind of spoiler alert the people that look like they've got all their like sort of things in order their life is going to get fucked up at many times they can't feel a thing one they can't feel a thing like the rest of us two that is all going to get scrapped and it's going to go down a completely, completely different path. They just can't see that yet. Of course it will. Yeah. So just embrace the madness of it all. Embrace the not knowing and like just sit comfortably with like this weird, like sort of quiet. This is what I'm getting at. Sorry. No, no, it's gorgeous. No, I love it. Indulge us in your, in the beauty of your voice. Oh, thank you so much. Oh, just in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> she can't even sing. They both say <laughs> together as they walk to think. Um. Okay, so I watched a transformational thing thing on the headspace netflix thing andy the monk hi i'm I'm andy Andy. we made this exact joke in the last episode (laughs) scratch it scratch it welcome to headspace i used to be a monk we said in the last episode and now i own an app i'm a capitalist i think we said he was talking andy was talking about the idea of quiet confidence about not trying to build up your your confidence with okay so what have i got around me i've got a great family great boyfriend great friends and i've got um also this job that's good and i I look like how i look blah, blah blah and i feel confident that's meaningless i'm sorry but your confidence is a facade scrap all of it scrap all of it who are you without that and accepting that you actually really have nothing other than yourself there's nothing really other than this moment that you have can you be confident in that moment it's the idea of quiet confidence not ego confidence and that really really has stuck with me of just like it's not about these achievements yeah. and being like oh i can be confident when when i have these things it's about on your own doing nothing you've been playing sims all day you've been eating shit food all day or you've been 
walking all day you've been it's not glamorous you're in the bath how do you feel then how do you feel can you feel good then i don't know if, it's, it, yeah it's completely um pulls us back to where we started if none of this was visible to others would you still be content in it if your day-to-day wasn't something that you could monetize or publicize would you still be happy with it it's a good question to ask good question. We leave <laughs> good question to leave you with oh also that was quite a groundbreaking thing sorry not to end it but uh jordan firstman my king put a thing up that someone else had said so i'm, I'm just going to credit him because i love him it was definitely said by a woman but let's just give all the credit to a man he said something along the lines of your creative thing no matter how much time energy hours love you pour into it it can never love you back it can never give you the security or the validation or the success quote unquote the feeling that you think it's going to grant you it can't it's an inanimate thing so only you can validate yourself everything i once desired from others i give to myself now now people now right now oh my god life-changing now we're all doing it now Now. everything everything i once desired from others yeah i just give that to myself now now Now. because now chances are you weren't actually striving for things you were striving for feelings so give yourself those feelings now bars now now bitch now now Now. (laughs) not then now now stunning okay let's go now before we just shout because otherwise the episode will just be us shouting now for about two minutes let's go now now Now. (laughs) let's go now okay see you at the vulva workshop right see you next week god you're sad to be saying goodbye i don't know what i don't know what's come over me you've got a real sad sad face on your face (laughs) (laughs) see you next week no it's because i was preparing to do a joke where at the end i would go see you next week now and then i would click end but i'll do that now imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.